When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hour three of Wednesday's Lori and Julia here on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment streaming at MyTalk1071.com. Also on the MyTalk app. And the MyTalk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund still underway, a fundraiser for the Neighborhood Development Center. Want to thank the help of our partners, including Jester Concepts Restaurant Group, Phil Olson with Supreme Lending, AARP Minnesota, and others for the matching funds. And want to thank you, MyTalkers, for all your support. You can learn more and donate at MyTalk1071.com, keyword neighbors. And now for a little Hollywood news. Yeah, oh. let's get to some Hollywood right. news. Okay, so um, I like all the Hollywood stuff that you posted on our show page today. First of all, looking at the pictures, the screenshots of Madonna from Desperately Seeking Susan, that jacket yeah. is such an epitome an, of an 80s jacket. It is. With the eye. Doesn't it have the eye at the top? No, it's kind of got a pattern. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, around yep. the top, and it's that kind of bolero Oh, that one. Okay, Lame. I was the thinking one. of. I don't know what I'm thinking I don't of. Know Who what the heck thinking. knows what I'm thinking of? And then uh, also, uh, you know, Haley uh, Bieber and her friend Bella Hadid wearing their thong bikinis, frolicking on a yacht. Officer Dinia, I thought you couldn't fly back and forth between Europe. I guess you have to go private, and that's Laurie, you don't need much in your bag if that's your bathing suit. Listen, and if you have your own jet, that's of course, I mean. yeah, you can go. Do you think Bieber has his own jet? Of course, he does. Of course he does. I don't know. Well, he at least probably has access yes, to Lisa. Maybe one. Jet yeah. shares yeah. with someone. Yeah. Right. But Kylie Jenner has which they jet share. Yeah, I think there's a jet sharing of the those in the in the Calabasas crowd. Yeah. I anyway. think so. Okay, so uh this is uh you know, so remember yesterday we heard you know, the Winona writer was interviewed by The Guardian and she just kind of talking. I'm not really sure what she was promoting. I don't I don't know either. But uh, she, you Stranger know, things? She, she, no, I don't think so. But she was sharing a story about, um, you know, a time the Sunday Times. That's what it was. And um, about that time in the 90s when Mel Gibson, they were at a crowded party and Mel Gibson was smoking a cigar and he came up to my friend who's gay, and he said, oh, wait, I'm. am I going to get AIDS? And then something came up about Jews, and then he said, you're not an oven dodger, are oh. you? And so she... Oh, she's... That's just the most horrid, wretched things to say to people. And what she first him? told this story in a GQ yep. profile of her about two thousand in 2010, and nothing happened to... Okay. to uh, Mel Gibson, because, uh, you know, basically in 2006, his DUI arrest 
where he was anti-Semitic. He, oh, don't he you remember his rantings at the police woman that pulled him over? Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. and then the this then the all the terrible stuff that went on with his ex girlfriend and the mother of one of his children, Oksana. Wishing she would be sexually assaulted. <gasps> so it was like... It, oh, Lord, his, you're bringing back old names. But his comeback was torpedoed by himself. He's, yes. You know, and it's... Um, we knew that it was, but he did come back. He made a movie with Jodie Foster in 2011 called The Beaver. No one saw it, but... I did. Yeah. And then, you know... It was a romantic comedy where she could tell what every man was saying. Yeah, and then he yeah. Well, showed, that's what women want. Yes. Oh, I'm Ellen sorry, Hunt. you're the right. The beaver <gasps> is the one where Mel Gibson had the puppet yes. with the beaver. Well, yes. Don't you remember? We and, just had so much fun mocking this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> and then, you know, he's been nominated for an Oscar for Hacksaw Ridge. Which, and he's mostly been in movies, though, that go straight to video. So she and then Mel Gibson, you know, said it was 100 percent untrue, which that's how you know that it was totally true. He probably just doesn't remember um, drinking uh, probably at this party called Ed Lamato who's a big PR guy. Well, uh, he got axed from the Chicken Run sequel, which he wasn't going to be doing when people got reminded about what an awful person he was. And she fired back at him. Today, when the New York Post called her for comment, and the gay person she was referring to when he said, well, oh, wait, am I going to get AIDS? That was the makeup artist, Kevin Aquan. We know that name. Yeah, makeup line. Yes, yes, yes. He yes. did some of the I most amazing makeup. Remember when I bought that at, Blue, what's the fancy store? New York. No, New what, what's it called? The little store, the department store. Bergdorf Goodman? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I still have it. And yeah. he used to do, there was a book in the 90s called Making Faces, where he would make up contemporary celebrities into classic, classic. Hollywood yes. people. It's super cool. Yeah. And um, she said, I, she told the New York Post about, you know, Mel saying that she's lying about this, and, you know, and he said, I believe in redemption and forgiveness, and I hope that Mr. Gibson finds a healthy way to deal with his demons, but I am not one of them. In 1996, my friend Kevin Aquan and I were on the receiving end of his hateful words, and that's that same party. Right. Wow. Um, it's a painful and vivid memory for me. She said, only by accepting responsibility for our behavior in this life. Hello. Mm-hmm. You know, she got shunned for movies she, for she shoplifting. shoplifting. Not at even Bird saying Bird anything. At at a department, I think it was Saks in L.A. Oh, it was? Yeah. Okay. I, oh, gosh. But, Remember? I mean, she was blacklisted from Hollywood. Shamed. And, okay. So yep. she goes, only by accepting responsibility for our behavior in this life can we make amends and truly respect each other. And I wish him well on this lifelong journey. So Clap that's, back. that is yep. a good statement from Winona Ryder. And um, also, the other thing that kind of got lost in that, story that she did with the Sunday Times was that she told the story about how when she was filming Dracula with um, Keanu Reeves, Francis Ford Coppola directed mm-hmm. that movie. So I don't remember be. this movie yeah. at all. It was 90s. with you were Gary Oldman played Count Dracula, Dracula and you would remember his makeup. He had kind of the beehive bun do. It was very okay. scary. Right. She said during the filming of a scene involving Gary's Dracula transforming into a pile of rats, Francis Ford Coppola stuffed camera repeatedly shouting, you whore, at her in order to get her to believably cry. He also tried to get 
everyone uh, in the male cast to join in, which was Richard E. Grant, Anthony Hopkins, and Keanu Reeves. And he was trying to get all of them to yell things that would make me cry. But Keanu wouldn't, Anthony wouldn't, it just doesn't work. It really just did kind of the opposite. But that experience sparked my longtime friendship with Keanu. Oh, that's sweet. And she also said that she never understood why Destination Wedding, which she did with him in 2018. Did you see it? No, I want to, though. I never she saw said it, that. She said it got the worst review. That movie, for some reason, reviewers I... were like, this is the worst movie in the world. And it was really rough because we thought we'd made a great romantic yeah i want i'm writing that down write that down julia and it's called what was it destination destination wedding Wedding. we were all excited about it anyway i know people who really liked that movie i i never saw it in in like holly and Lori. you know what day it is Lori gets till Monday, but Holly. Oh, three six five. Uh-huh. Oh, I know, I know. I need the I weekend to watch it, Julia. Right. I don't have time during the All week. Right. I'm in the middle of dark. That TV show, that sci-fi oh, time so traveler. Right. Oh my god, I can't. Casey and I haven't been able to stop watching it, and I want to spend some time outside. Yeah, you know, I know. So I, I can't. Yeah, it's 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 just got to be a weekend assignment. Yes, fine. For you so all right fine anyway so <laughs> it I, just has to be a week i just Senate. think it's interesting that like winona lost her career she and totally. then mel gibson who's this total anti-semitic a-hole goes on he and got go- fired from chicken Mung. well i know yeah. but i mean i'm just saying like she it took her she lost 10 years in hollywood i, I just think did. of some of the other women that got told they were troublemakers it was so easy to do a whisper network Harvey, you know who you are. You know who you are. Charlize yeah. Theron, though. People, this is from her, um, her Howard Stern interview where you know he pressed her about her relationship with Sean Penn, and she just said it wasn't. It was just a little over a year, and we were never going to get married. And right. she was like, "Really, right, right, right?" Well, here's another thing that um, uh, came up is um, he Stern asked her. Do you guys remember when there were the stories about what an awful, awful person Steven Seagal, Seagal oh, totally. was? Oh, totally. Dinkus Moranis. Yes. Big time. Big time. And, the, th- and, you know, he was in the 80 movies. I mean, I, he, he, was he even popular past the 80s? Uh, in the 90s, yeah. He was still? Yeah. Okay. I remember Portia de Rossi. I can't remember if she tweeted this or if it was in her book, but she worked... Um, um, she said, my final audition for a Steven Seagal movie took place in his office. This was in her book. He told me how important it was to have chemistry off screen as he sat down and unzipped his leather pants. Oh. And then Jenny McCarthy has talked about him, uh, how she the audition and how awful he was. And Warner Brothers, when Jenny McCarthy tried to tell her Steven Seagal story in 19, um, when whenever that happened... Um, she said they denied she'd ever auditioned. Wow. So Howard Stern is like, hey, I know you've yep, worked yep. with him or whatever. And this is what Charlize had to say. She said, I've no problem talking bleep about him because he's not very nice to women. So bleep him. Ask me what you want to ask. Yeah, he's been in a million and one movies like every year. Well, yeah. Straight, every year. Straight yeah. video. Under Siege was the big one where he was the officer. Yeah. That was 1992. So mm. people are really, I feel good about all this empowerment, just, people speaking just, up and speaking out. And, and the hot new couple in Hollywood, Julia, is uh, 
Timmy Timothy Chalamet, you know, he broke up with Lily Rose Depp, or they yes, broke up yes, uh, yes, mutually. Yes. Who's he dating? He, well, now he's dating uh, Isa Gonzalez, the hot oh, chick she, from she's Baby Driver, and she yes. dated Josh Duhamel yes, not that she long did. ago. Yes, she did. Anyway, they were frolicking and. In Mexico, and she's like Gorgeous. six years older, and they're a very overwhelming unit of hotness, is what I have to say about the two of them. Mm-hmm. And the way she's cupping his face and he's holding her head, they, this is new. He's darling. I don't want to start getting into fan fiction, but I do have an imagination. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, we got to go. We'll be right back. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. What <laughs> haven't we got to today? I feel like there is. We've dirt been busy, but there's got to be more. Oh, yes, there's always more uh, to talk about. So let's start talking about Gone with the Wind. It's back on HBO Max okay. with two additional videos that discuss the film's historical context. Remember, a couple of weeks ago, Warner Media decided to pull Gone with the Wind, citing the need to address its racial depiction. So there's in the first video, it's hosted by film scholar Jacqueline Stewart. She's also a host at TCM. So it's kind of like you're watching the movie on Turner Classic Movies. And she says uh, why she discusses in this first video why this drama should be viewed in its original form, contextualized and discussed. Then there's a second video, which is an hour long uh, of a panel discussion talking about the movie. Uh, The panel discussion is called The Complicated Legacy of Gone with the Wind. Now, this is from the TCM Classic Film Festival from last year, and it's moderated by author and historian Donald Bogle. So it's it's good. It's totally good. Mm -hmm. And putting these kinds of movies into context, understanding the history how they were made, what was even happening at the time the movie was made, and then understanding a movie like Gone with the Wind in a broader historical context. Right. It's so appreciated. So there you go. You can watch that over on HBO Max. That's cool. Yeah. Going to talk about something on Netflix now, and that's concerning actress and comedian Jenny Slate. She's leaving her role as the voice of Missy in the show Big Mouth, and she's leaving because the character is biracial And Slate is white. And she posted on her Instagram. She said at the start of the show, I reasoned with myself that it was permissible for me to play Missy because her mom is Jewish and white, as am I. She went on to say that Missy is also black and black characters on an animated show should be played by black people. Jenny Slate went on to acknowledge that portraying Missy by doing that, she engaged in an act of erasure of black people. She said, ending my portrayal of Missy is one step in a lifelong process of uncovering the racism in my actions. Wow. So she put that out there on Instagram. The co- I, that's really, I think, good for her. Yeah, and the Coke, uh, the creators of Big Mouth said that they will cast a black actor in the role of Missy in season five. So now take a look at your. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Writer room and make sure you got some uh, uh, people of color that are yeah. writers. That's what I would say to yeah, Nick you know, Pearl and, and that's came up with, with that. the thing in Hollywood too, where you know, talking about how um, even all across the board because it takes. It takes a lot of people to make shows mm-hmm. and making sure that there's representation, you know, from the assistants and the PAs to the writer's room to all this stuff. And then having systems that support all of that. Well, I mean, John Stewart said that was one in an interview. I don't know what he's got coming out, but he just said one of his biggest regrets. Well, one of them was that he had an all white writers, yeah. writer's room, all white, mostly male. Mm-hmm. Writer's room. And he said, I think he's going to be on Colbert tonight. Maybe he has a new movie that's coming is that out. What it okay, is? Yes. Yeah, it's a movie called Irresistible, mm-hmm. and it's starring oh gosh, it's starring Steve Carell, and it's not getting good oh, reviews. It isn't? No, okay. I think a lot of people are just saying, is mm, it political satire? Or we we don't, I don't know. I yeah, think it, it is. is. Mm-hmm. So this is a new movie, and I think that it's about political consulting. It's about being on the campaign trail, and oh. I think that a lot of people are saying, "Well, this was a. This, it's like five or six years too late." And we have the most real life intense stuff going on. We don't even need satire. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we we have moved beyond satire yeah. it's into called, reality that's scaring people. Yeah. It's called. Waking up in the morning. Right. <laughs> so we won't hear the new voice of Missy right. in Big Mouth until season five. And they said that they're working on casting somebody. I don't know this show. Either. I don't either. It's so good. Is, is it, it really? It is so good. It is one of my favorite shows. Say the name of it again. It's Big called Mouth. Big Mouth. Okay. And on it, Netflix. On okay. Netflix. It's an animated show. And it was co-created by Nick Kroll. You might know him from The Kroll mm-hmm. Show and a bunch of other movies. Mm-hmm. He's a great voice actor. And it's about kids going through puberty. And all of the things that they have to go through. Sure. They have the hormone monsters. One right. of them is played by Maya Rudolph. The okay. other one is Nick Kroll. It's just, it's raunchy. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, and uh, it's delightful. Okay. So moving on from that. Ooh, People Magazine. I want you to guys to discuss who is planting this story about Leonardo DiCaprio and his girlfriend, Camilla Marone. They are saying that they are growing closer and closer together. Because they've been spending a lot of time in quarantine, now they are very serious about each other. Here's the thing. She's planted this story because she knows she has two years to lock it down Mm -hmm. with the perennial bachelor, Leonardo DiCaprio. Remember, Jack Nicholson didn't get married to that Rebecca, the waitress. Whatever that, you know, he was like maybe early 50s or something. These longtime bachelors do not want to lock it down. So she planted this story. (laughs) Uh, No, her mom used to date Al Pacino. I think she's back with Al Pacino. And Al Pacino probably got his publicist on it. And it's just sort of a little... Because things are going really well with them. Yes. You know, he doesn't have an opportunity to... Do anything else, and she's got two years left on the warranty because mm-hmm. they. She's only twenty three. The women turn into pumpkins at the age of twenty five mm-hmm. with Leo. Bippity bobbity boo. <laughs> there she goes. I felt like I hadn't even hit my stride yet. At no, th- that young. Oh my gosh, no. But 
But when you don't want someone matching your stride, right. and you want to keep them, it's at like their think level. about how like yes. it's just she's in awe of him, yeah. and he, oh. do you know what I mean? It's a great, wonderful, lopsided relationship. Yes. If that's what you're looking for, that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. yeah. So the source says that Leo is usually very independent, spends lots of times with friends, right? But because of the lockdown, he has mostly mm-hmm. spent time with Camilla. He loves being with her. Yeah, this is a hundred percent coming from her by her mother. I by love Via Al Pacino's publicist. They're they're very close. Now, I do think it's kind of fresh that this article specifically points out that on that celebration on the yacht for her 23rd birthday that they wore masks and practiced social distancing. I saw those pictures in page six. That is a lie. That is a lie. Yeah. See, that's her mom doing that. Yeah, and you... Again, under the direction of the publicist. And be sure and put in that they... Just it was that one second they were smiling, you know. So for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go over to Berlin, Jim- Germany, where the okay. Keanu Sans is continuing. Oh. Keanu Reeves is with his girlfriend, Alexandra Grant, and they're joining cast members from The Matrix 4 as they begin to resume filming on that There was movie. a really cute picture, and he was just like that's laughing the one she's out loud. Oh, yeah, about. that's so sweet. Yeah, he's out there hanging out with Neil Patrick Harris, among other people, and Carrie Ann Moss. Those are both co-stars. two co-stars uh-huh. from The Matrix 4. And it seems that, yeah, they're going to get back to filming that movie, and everyone looks really happy. Keanu looks really hot in his backwards baseball cap, and she's smiling. They're doing a little shopping, and, and then it'll be fun to hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> And they're in Europe. In that yes, and they're in Berlin. Where they were welcomed. We don't Had know. A jet. We don't know <laughs> if we're gonna be able to go there. No, oh, right. The saying. Yeah. We're gonna find out like next week or something if the European Union decides America as a country has done such a bad job with COVID, we're not oh. gonna be welcome. The travel TBD. TBD. I, don't know. I have a feeling they're going to say no. The re- those cases are spiking here. Ay, ay, ay. Nah. All right, we'll be back. We have Vintage Scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. All right. So, All right, tell us. What so do you got? The, 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 the scandalous life that I'm intrigued by but also want to pay uh, homage, to? homage to is comes as my my great fandom for the show American Soul on BET oh, on you Wednesday nights. It I just have... started its second season. They have it's just an amazing show, and one of the reasons why it's amazing is because this it is really a show about Don Cornelius, and, and Don, Cornelius Don Cornelius is the guy who started. And funded and paid for and doesn't get any credit for everything that he was up against in doing the TV show called Soul Train. So let me just share a story now. Okay. Don Cornelius had a very sad ending to his he life. Did. Yes, I don't he know did. Okay. And and it ha- 2012, he died by his own hand. Okay. He killed himself at the age of 75. And, um, but he had an amazing life, and he was an amazing man who does not get credit for what he was trailblazing and trying to do. So uh, uh, it was 1972, and James Brown was making his first appearance on Soul Train. And Don Cornelius had created Soul Train in 1970. Was it in Chicago, Lori? It started in Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Soul Train has uh, the distinction of being 
the longest running syndicated show in TV history because it was on for 38 years. Wow. So it, it was Saturday morning, right? It was on at different times okay. in different markets. And again, there's prejudice as to why that happened. So it's 72. It's two years after Don Cornelius has traded, created it. And James Brown looked around the set at all these bell bottom, you know, clad dancers oh, and all them. these cameras. And, yeah. this, and he's like, uh, so who's backing you on this, man? And Don says, it's it's just me, James. And mm-hmm. James Brown didn't think he understood the question. And he said, no, for real. Who's the money behind this? Mm-hmm. It's just me, James. And it was, he asked him three times because he could not believe that a black man was able to get this TV show that looked the way it did, get the acts that it did, and it came from this one man, this black man. And it was a sentiment that he, because he created it, he owned it, he produced it, and he's the host of it. The thing that lives on is the Soul Train Awards, is the one that still lives on. But it showcased, uh, you know, a a number of black musicians and dancers in this party-like atmosphere Millions of homes, but yet he himself is kind of a lone loner, and he had to fight so much for everything, and he never felt like he got the credit or support, and he did not, which is why I think I'm so crazy about what they're doing with this show, American Soul, and how they're profiling it, but one of his... Few, few friends who spoke on record. He was a music producer, worked with Don. He said, you could fit all of Don's friends in a phone booth and he'd still have room. And he was often called the Black Dick Clark, a nickname that he first got when he started his show. But he didn't get the kind of fame and fortune that he had. But uh, he was regular as could be. And they taped it on Saturday. And yes. in many markets, it did air That's on Saturday. That's why I feel like American Bandstand and Soul Trimmer on Saturday mornings. And at his funeral in 2012, the Reverend Jesse Jackson spoke with pride about the number of white people who told him about secretly watching the show and suburban parents fearing their parents' disapproval. Mr. Jackson said he's right up there with any civil rights leader of our generation. He gave chance. He gave people a chance to feel good about themselves. And... Um, because it, it was really important to Don Cornelius that he be able to, you know, show he, the importance of just like what this show was and describing how he wanted young black people to be seen on TV, singing, dancing, performing, being talented, not in television on handcuffs or fighting or being chased by dogs right, or right, right, all of right. that. He he wanted to find ways to improve life for young black people. And his very, very early work, he was a DJ first, then he was a news reporter in Chicago, and it was called The Black's View of the News. Okay? But they this is the late that yes. segment of Blacks. Nineteen sixty seven. So three years later when he starts Soul Train, he did model it after American Bandstand, but he wanted to get the acts that American Bandstand wouldn't have on. So he got James Brown, he got Gladys Knight, he got the Jackson Five, he got Marvin Gaye, he got all the good Franklin. Ones. Yeah. Stevie Wonder, Smokey Robinson. It became this phenomenon, and in just one year, he moves it to LA. And we see all this in American okay. Soul, and he um, he he said, and we see this in the show. He couldn't get advertisers. 
It never reached a point. There always was a reason. Well, it's black people that are just watching it. Because even in one scene we see in the show, a guy who's in charge of like General Electric or something. Sure. That brings his 15-year-old son in, and John can see out the window that all these kids are doing a dance from uh-huh. Soul Train. Brings his son in, do you watch Soul Train? No, 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 Dad. And then the kid runs oh. out later and says, can I get your autograph? Right, okay. So he, it became national syndication, and it 35 years it has the record, but the OJs, Destiny's Child got their break there, all these dance crazes. and But the credit were Don Cornelius told Vanity or Vibe magazine, I would like credit for the fact that there were no black television commercials to speak of before Soul Train. There were no black faces in ads. And I put a lot of people that didn't ever advertise and wouldn't have had money, black-owned companies. He could not get a sponsor. Jeez. There was this disconnect. Every artist wanted to come on, but the network wouldn't take him. And we do see in the show maybe two weeks ago where Elton John runs into Don Cornelius at a coffee shop in L.A. and says, we watched a show in London. We're crazy about it. I got to come on your show. And he was the first white artist. Right. Other managers wouldn't let their white artists go on Soul Train. Anyway, uh, they were just... uh, Outraged, Dick Clark tried to have a show called Soul Unlimited to copy Soul Train. And Don Cornelius, he, they were just furious. And uh, he told Rolling Stone magazine that American Bandstand had become obsolete because the black artists did not want to go on there. They wanted to go on Soul Train. Right. So Soul Unlimited went off in a year. And just he just really is something. He's really it sounds, something else. And this shows a, a tribute to him. Yeah, it really, really is. And he fiercely protected that. And he's just he was just a cool guy. And he didn't get it ever get anything. He never was on Ebony. He was never on the cover of Jet. Even his own community. And it's just uh, you know ten days um, uh, uh, after he died, um, Whitney Houston. Just to give oh, me perspective 2014 was the year. Yeah. It would be February. All right, let's, let's listen to his outro. Come on and get with us next week on these same stations, and you can bet your last money. It's all going to be a stone gas, honey. I'm Don Cornelius, and as always in parting, we wish you love, peace, and so. Thank you, Dolly. We'll be right back. My oh my, I gotta ask you, uh, Holly, has Camilla Cabela and Sean Mendes broken up since there's really, we haven't seen those two be doing any thirsty photo ops? We haven't, we haven't seen any thirsty strolls of Camilla and Sean in Miami. Like a month. It's, I know. Over a month. I know. I don't know what they're doing. Maybe. Maybe having a real relationship that's away from the public eye. But she did release a new music video on Sunday. Uh, and it was in honor of her dad. It was the same song that she sang. I think oh. she sang it at the American Music Awards, or like two years. Yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, it was so weird. Her dad. That was a weird. That was weird. Moment. It, it was, was a sexual song. It was. And he it was right felt there in the sexual. Oh, it was strange. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah it, it was the song. Oh God, first man. Yeah, it was weird. Like the first time she made love, and then she's talking, singing it to her dad. And it was at the Grammys just in January. Yeah. Okay, I've got year. I've got news for you people. Yeah. Paisley Park is opening Wednesday, July 1st for limited size tours. You have to, you know, wear go, a mask and everything. Wear a mask, mm-hmm. but you have to, you know, make, book reservations. And make reservations and then they're going to um Good. Yeah. 
So that's kind of fun. They're doing all the COVID-19 precautions, but that's going to be opening up, and the average tour time is 70 minutes, and they're yeah. going to kind of, you know, stagger how people come in and out of there. Highly people recommend People got to do it. it. Highly yep. recommend that. Mm-hmm. That's that's really amazing. I I hope that the new company is going to be able to figure it out. You know, how disappointed I was that Graceland and the Prince Estate went their separate ways. Oh, I know. You know. I know. Just because... The, Graceland knows how to run an icon's historical legacy, if you will. There were so many common things between Prince and Elvis that they had that are unique. I I don't know what happened with that, but damn it, people, make a will. Mm-hmm. No. There's a lot of people. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. No kidding. The story to keep an eye on will be that Steve Bing. Oh, his, his if, will. If there's any money left. Uh, right. We're gonna... there's, there's gotta be. That's Yeah. I mean, I guess you could spend $600 million, but I mean, that's one of the stories that they're saying about why he was so despondent and took his life. Because he didn't have any money left? That he'd he'd gone through maybe all of the money, what he called his pin money, he pissed it all away and then all he had were like some secure, you know, whatever they call them, that you can't touch money, that you live on the interest on. You know, like your money people, when you have that kind of, they try and... Put some locks on it so you can't piss it Listen away. Listen to our language. Um, our financial report is coming up next. <laughs> Brought right. to you by Lori, and she's going to tell you how to put locks on your money. You get a you get a black box. You get a physical lock. No, no, but you know, you know what you I'm just saying. Lock it up. Well, money that yeah, it costs yes. a lot of money to take out of the trust or whatever it's in. So it costs you a lot of money. Do you? That money. Yes, it's Got protection it. money. Okay, listen, Savannah Guthrie has had it with people bitching about her hair and her makeup. She is working from home. She doesn't have a makeup artist. And get over it, people. No, this is this is like the lady who go, scolded us yesterday for not doing enough fundraising <laughs> and talking about books and sex and we should do more heavy lifting. No one asked. And this lady, Susan, hers is Susan, she's right to Savannah. Come on. Come on. With what they pay you, can't you afford a hairstylist? I Ooh. love the natural, unkempt look, but it's distracting on NBC News, national news. I mean, that is just flat-out bitchy, okay? Mm-hmm. It that is. is under no guise being helpful, Susan. So, Savannah, classy. You know, I wanted to just write back to that lady because we're lazy, but thank you for noticing. Thank you. Uh, but Savannah, she said, we are all doing our own hair and makeup during the pandemic. And yes, it shows. And that is, and that's the truth. I mean, but, when, but like, that, let it, Susan has got to be feeling smaller than a lady sitting on a dime with the fact that Savannah responded to her bitchy inquiry that was disguised as help and 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 a suggestion and oh by the way i know more about producing a tv show from my living room than you who is on the nose right you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. that is a good clap back and i bet susan has deactivated her account 
Probably. You know what Probably. I mean? Because people are, I mean, like, well, she's I being exposed for okay, being I have, I, have a, I have a thing. When is the last time? I mean, like, this has become kind of a a slippery slope, this COVID maintenance slope is what I'm going to call it. Yeah. Like, when are you going to, what's the question? Wash Don't, my hair, maybe? Or I mean, it's the weirdest time. Because you're, you're not dating. You're well, not, I mean, I'm not even you're not seeing throwing anyone out except any, for you guys. You're not throwing out your butterfly But even butterfly if I wasn't vibe. dating, I don't know, Holly, I mean, are you spending a lot of time in upkeep? I never, on upkeep? You know, we I just have this conversation you know every day. You. We do. You know I can't even see you. Uh, no, I'm not spending a lot of time on upkeep. Yeah. I wash my hair maybe like twice a week. I mean, take a shower every day because yeah. I bike to work. And right. here's the here's the behind the scenes thing. I sit in a room alone six hours a day. Right. I don't even see you. And you don't even see me. We see each other maybe in passing when we like, go to go the to ladies' the, room. Yeah, or the trough. Am I, I dreaming? <laughs> we just had this conversation we two weeks, two we're, days ago at this same exact time. We want to know. We wanted to follow of, no. in and see if you're paying no. attention. Julia, Did you ask people you, to donate yet? You, Do your role. You Do your part. are running out of attention span. I'm going to Hollywood having, speak. My eyes have glazed that, over. Yes, that you, you update people on the money. Do something. <laughs> Listen, Jeez. if you would like to help out and donate um, to our the MyTalk Neighborhood Rebuilding Fund, you can go to MyTalk1071, type in keyword name. What's our number? I'm not telling we you. were 77,000. I'm not telling you because that requires me to go to a different page that isn't open. Julia, do it. Or Holly is probably going to do it. Here's where we're at <laughs> right now for those waiting at home. I have really exciting news to share. Okay. okay. We are at 80,000. <gasps> We have surpassed our stretch goal of $80,000. And thank you, Michelle, Anonymous, Anonymous, um, Anonymous, Janice, Liz. It's all kinds of dollar amounts. It really has been all over. And everybody, 96 people just donated. Sweet. Um, Thank you, everybody, for what? Wow, that is something. And, you know, we should take credit for raising all that, Larry. Uh, Julia, I mean, I hope that lady who emailed us yesterday to give a suggestion on how to do our job is listening to realize what a bang-up job we've done today, just as she suggested and the pointed out. The goal gets on our show. That's right, you know. A friend of mine was listening. She says, you know, you, normally when you guys are doing, um, you know, charitable things and, and um, fundraising, we're all driving in our cars, so we can never donate during your show because we're driving, you know, afternoon right. drive. And I said, well, how does that work then? Because usually in the morning, a ton of people donate. Are they not driving to work? You know, and I'm like, well, people that are work. more productive in the morning. People have so? already had happy hour and they're tired yeah. from a walk or a gym or or they're having they've done afternoon whoopee or they're thinking about that dinner. Is, that's it. Yeah. Everybody who's going to donate is already just exhausted from having afternoon whoopee. Yeah. An afternoon delight. It's it's Wednesday. It's a proven fact it's a that you're bi- you are more productive in the morning. That is a mm-hmm. theory you can take to the bank. Do yeah. all your stuff between nine and maybe one. Yeah. Maybe one. What is it? Yeah. I, it's just, and that's why, like, our show, what we offer, what we've brought to the program for 18 years, is exactly what we, right. What we deliver. Because you don't know what it's expect. going to be. We have no because idea. everyone's already... We can't be counted on to keep, <laughs> keep to any kind of conditions because we just simply are ponies who will not wear our bits. <laughs> 
whatever. <laughs> but whatever you're saying, that is so true. No, we can't. That is so true. And remember, I mean, and normally, you've only had crabs once. That's right, Julia. Someone wanted that to be our state fair t-shirt when you declared that earlier. I've only had crabs once. It really is amazing. That's been my only venereal quote-unquote issue I've ever had, which for as busy I've been, can I just say I had a little halo following me around? (laughs) Maybe following around below the belts? Oh, look at the The halo of love. Oh, my gosh, Holly. (laughs) Thanks for putting up with us. Everybody, have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Thank you again for all your donations. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.